This is Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother. No spoilers. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. Hi, Kate. Good job. Hey, Caitlin. It was, I was, you know how, I mean, now that we're on camera, it's interesting, but I was... You know how I would like mouth it as you would say it or like make a face, but now like. I know. We got to keep our shit together now. I know. I know. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, here we are. Hi. Hi. (sighs) Yeah, we're here for The Wedding Bride, which we'll get it. We'll we'll breeze through it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. It's my um, birthday episode, 523, season 5, episode 23. I love it. Oh, we missed my birthday episode, 221. I don't even know I, what the hell that was. I feel like I called it out though. You may have. That was may, like but it literally was years ago. Years ago? Years ago, plus a pandemic in between. So definitely don't remember. But Wild. you know what else is unbelievable? What? We got three new patrons. We did. Yay. Three new patrons. Bronwyn, okay. Christine, and Sarah. So welcome. Thank you all. This Sunday. April 3rd at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's important for all of our international friends and friends abroad. Um, We're going to do our season five finale live watch. And this is for everybody. Yeah, so Um, this Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern on cast, mm -hmm. kastapp.co to get your account set up. And then once you're in there, it's super easy to to join the live. It felt intimidating to me at first, but it's, it's pretty simple. So if I can yeah. do it, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, highly recommend doing it on a computer instead of your mobile device. It makes yeah, it yeah. super easy. I think there are issues if you don't do it that way. So get on your your laptop mm-hmm. and it's just a really fun hour, less than an hour really. We yeah, yeah. talk about the show um, a little bit. We set it up. We watch it together and all can live chat in the messaging messaging feature. And then you guys can hop on the camera for a little bit and say hi and chat with us live in in living color. So that is open to everybody. Go to castapp.co to set up your account and we will be sharing the link everywhere on Sunday. I hope you're enjoying, well, we hope you're enjoying all the fun perks that being a patron has to offer, like seeing these beautiful faces. And that's something that we're going to be continuing um, season six. All the videos for actually everybody. Yeah. Um, But we're still going to give our patrons that early release. That's still a perk that they will always have. But the videos have been pretty popular, so we yeah. want to keep them going <clears throat> for and let everybody see us and yeah. see what we have to offer. Yeah, because it is a lot of it, work to do this and and then edit with and the edit with the faces audio. and the audio. And we're and we're still going to offer both of mm-hmm. everything to everybody, but the patrons will get everything early. Uh, so thank you guys for supporting this video soft launch i guess you would call it for the second half of season five it's been really fun and i love that you guys can see our faces while we see each other's faces so um look for that season six we'll be uh expanding the access to our video to everybody but our patrons whom we love will still get everything at least a day early 
Yes. Exclusive. 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 Amongst other perks like the Patreon-only live stream events. And we will be doing one the end of April at some point. Not exactly sure the timing at this point. But Kate and I have, like, so many fun ideas. (sighs) So many. And we haven't been able to get together because we've both been so busy. But mm -hmm. I am now being forced to be in Caitlin's town at the end of the month, next month, because my sister's having another freaking baby. (laughs) I cannot believe that. It's wild. So I will be in town. We will do a fun thing. We have at least one crazy toy that we bought (laughs) that we need to do. Fancy, fancy desserts. I am so freaking excited. We should do – I know this is – how I met your mother, but remember the yam doll? Oh, we like should we absolutely about? make yam dolls. Everyone, but should we do that for that. like a how I met your father? Like maybe like for Ooh. the season premiere or something, you and I yeah. can make them and like that sounds good. Yeah, we'll save that for okay. how I met your father. But we did get requests to do the yam doll from how I met your father <laughs> to build our own. So we will get the supplies together. And when him yif comes back, you guys will get to see our yam dolls. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Chris used to call, or not used to, he still does, a scrotum a yam bag. So when I said yam dolls, I was like, Apple bag. Yeah, it's just gross. Apple bag has joined our uh, lexicon because of Ted Mosby. Just busting your apple bag. Liz loves it. That's so freaking gross. But I I say I'm yanking your Franklin for like when you're joking around with someone. So. Oh, I have, to, I have to share the evolution of this. So I start saying, like, instead of yanking your chain, I say I'm yanking your Franklin. And mm-hmm. then there's also, like, I'm just Josh and you, and we say both mm-hmm. of those. So now when we're joking around, we say I'm Josh See? Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh Franklin, you. It's so fucking stupid. But welcome to <laughs> – Welcome to our life. I'm like humiliated that I just shared that. No, I just love that so much. I'm Josh That's Franklin. the funniest fucking thing I've heard in a I'm long Josh time. Franklin. And I'm not Josh Franklin. I'm not Josh Franklin. <laughs> Fully serious. I'm like crying. I'm so embarrassed that I shared that stupid <gasps> Why shit. Why are you embarrassed? Oh. I adore. Just, I, so I want to like steal it, but it's such a specific joke that like. Yeah, you'll say it to Chris and I'll be like, what the? F- Do you need to go to the hospital? <laughs> Do you no, Josh me? Franklin. I'm Josh I'm Franklin. Jo- I'm Josh Franklin, okay? One of the things Chris and I always say anytime like something is exciting or surprising <laughs> Well, there's we have a lot of weird things that we say. Like one of the things was Matuchin after the t- New Jersey town. Of, I think it's Matuchin, mm-hmm. but like I'd seen it when we were driving to like North Carolina or whatever, and I started using it as a filler word, and it became like everything was just Matuchin. <laughs> I convinced him that Ewoks from Star Wars were called Matuchin. Like everything was Matuchin. Like stop being Matuchin. We call Jack Matuchin. I where that came from. I knew you called yeah. Jack, Jack that, and I didn't know where that came from. Yeah, it's in my phone as Matuchin. But um, one thing we say all the time, anytime like something surprising or what, it actually is like a catch-all, kind of like fuck can be for yeah. many things. <laughs> Wowee, Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> from, from a Christmas story. But like sometimes, and we'll look at each other at the same time, we'll be like, wowee, Zeppelin. <laughs> so... So you get it. You, know. you get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You understand the Josh Franklin of it all. I love Josh Franklin. <laughs> That's like, I mean, Wowie a Zeppelin is not oh even like God. good. It's just something we say. I'm trying to share that with you. But Josh Franklin is so good. It's so good. You know what else is so good? What is so good? 
five star reviews because we got a new one. We did? Yes, Yay. we did. And it's by somebody who just has like a whole bunch of like a string of letters. I'm I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. All right. All right. But um, we got five star reviews and they said, love it with two exclamation points. This is a really great one, Kate. Okay, cool. So it says, huge fan of the TV show and the podcast really does it justice. I appreciate how much they stick to talking about the show and not gone on long rabbit holes about things that aren't in the show. Aren't the show. Sorry. Just after a huge Josh Franklin brain bleed. Sorry. (gasps) Wow, we in Zeppelin. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dude. But th- but that said, I love hearing about their personal lives. Okay, okay. okay. Liz is an awesome fit host. This, this is a listen to any fan of Hinyan. So please share with Liz. Oh, hang on one sec, because now sure. you are echoing. Got to get Johnson on that. Yeah. We don't pay our interns enough, clearly, with all these technical difficulties. Got to get Johnson on this. We have, we're having a lot of technical difficulties today. But that's so yeah. great. Thank you, String of Letters. Thank you, string of letters. It's P L M O K. I thought maybe it was something backwards. So I was like C H U V. I was like, no. Anagram I'm not sure. of sorts. This isn't this isn't Da Vinci Code. We're just gonna We're just, say things yeah. and move it along. Thank <laughs> you. Pushing. Thank you so much. And stay tuned at the end of this episode for nine legendary moments from listeners just like you. And now let's get into The Wedding Bride. This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon All Money Five Level members, Jeff, Arjun, Adam, Tish, Johnny, and Ben. This year, our Patreon pals get a brand new perk. We're reacting to every episode of How I Met Your Father on video. You can catch the entire first season now. So catch up if you haven't seen it. You can do it for as little as $2 a month. If you are interested, head on over to patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. Work has been like super, super stressful lately. And my go-to comfort food lately has been the Nona's. It's like grandma's Ooh, home, you know, like a treat from, yeah. from grandma. Those you know, those lemons. Rachel's cookies and treats. Mm. Rachel's cookies and treats is not only a small family owned local to me yeah. <laughs> owned business, own woman owned. Then they make their cookies, with all real ingredients, no preservatives, but they're also handmade and you can literally feel the love. Rachel's cookies and treats are not only fans of how I met your mother and fans of the show, mm-hmm. And give us a discount. They share that discount with you guys as well. That's right. It is a 25% discount off your order. That you And it's a code that you can reuse again and again. It is HBFAM, all caps, H-B-F-A-M. Rachelscookiesandtreats.com. Yeah. What are you waiting for? I think I used to really dislike this episode a lot, but I found things on this rewatch that I <gasps> appreciate. What's wrong? Oh, shoot. I had notes upstairs on a post-it. Can you pause while I go get them? Yeah, totally. We'll be right back. Okay, thanks. Action. We're back. We're back. Yeah, I had some post-it notes um, that I had written down as as I watched, like, just, like, little things that I didn't want to, like, do my typed notes for. It was just faster and easier, but I didn't want to forget them. But anyway, yes, you were saying The Wedding Bride. Yeah, I I remember really disliking this, but I think it's because I I could really feel for Ted. And so there was like this visceral like hatred Mm. of like having Mm -hmm. your own story so warped. It Mm -hmm. might be triggered from my own shit. Yeah. So, um, but on this rewatch, I I definitely appreciated it more. So it's not even close to the zoo or false level, obviously. (laughs) Um, wouldn't say it's a fave, but it's, I, I like what they did in this episode. We'll say that. So 
Speaking of zoo or false. Oh, no. This is the same writer. See? That is the issue. <laughs> Stephen Lloyd is just testing me. Sorry. You can introduce the episode. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. <gasps> oh, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I, I purposely took the leap. So, yeah. This is season five, episode 23. It is titled The Wedding Bride. First aired on May 17th. Uh, um, 2010 and was written by Stephen Lloyd, who, as I just said, also wrote Zoo or False. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> um, oh, and he wrote Splitsville. Like, just leave that Ville. Mm. <laughs> just makes me think of, like, no can do'sville. Fart. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't um, a great one either. Sorry, with peace and love. No, I mean, but, and also wrote, but wrote brunch spoiler alert the goat intervention right time right place like there's it's he's all over the place place. steven get it together steven come on come on oh hey steven anyway this ended up being better than i expected but and good yeah yeah yeah. it made me like giggle like with such silliness the entire time i watched it like really because it's just so ridiculous like the movie. Yes. Like so corny. It's just so corny. It's so over the top. I'm like, are you fucking like it's just made me giggle. Yeah. I'm like, this is just stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. Like it's just fucking stupid. But anyway, we will get into it. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely commentary on the kind of movies that ended up being the fifth grossest yes! movie of all time, right? It's like, like, the, like they zoom in on 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 movie Stella's face, Malin, Malin, <gasps> and they go, oh, and they go, oh, like yeah. the whole audience, and Ted's like, <laughs> you know, it's just oh, like, man. or Jed, I mean, not Ted, <laughs> Priscatan, like what a divisive. Oh. <laughs> choice, I know. Yeah, um, but this episode is not just about the movie. It's also about, like, all the baggage and difference between, like, dating yeah. in your 20s and your 30s and, like, how you get to the point where, like, everyone's got their shit. Yeah. Um, I loved how they, like, actually showed real baggage. That yeah. made me, like, smile. Um, they had, you know, we saw see the extras um, with their black suitcases or different luggage, and it all says what um, their own baggage is on it. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyway. So, um I have to also mention that Judy Greer is one of the guest actors. And I mentioned my love for her and How I Met Your Father, completely forgetting that she was in yeah, How I Met Your Mother you oh, I and Royce. Like, you said it. Yeah. Like, I literally, like, because, like, I don't think about this episode, yeah. really. Like, it's not one, like, it's not, like, a go-to to watch, which is why right. I kept giggling at how silly it was because I hadn't seen it in a while. I totally forgot. Um, yeah, yeah, it was during so then, our it was during our Paget Brewster convo about yep. character actors, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Anyway, so Ted's dating this woman named Royce, and everything's going great, but that's the problem because Ted knows she has baggage, but hasn't figured out what it is. And you know, some baggage you can deal with, some you can't. Like Robin and her milk system was not one for Ted, right? Um. And he knows that whenever he figures out what this baggage is, it's he'll he'll be out because he's not an adult. But, I don't understand. But also, that. it's like poor jaded Ted, right? Like, he's gotten to the place where he doesn't even like get excited anymore, which mm. reminds me of one of my favorite songs from How I Met Your Mother, which yes. is the Not a Surf song, um, <laughs> Inside of Love. Give us a few bucks. When he says um, something about like he knows it's on the last page. 
before mm. he even reads the first, so he doesn't even bother to start. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. That's sad. Yeah. That's so that's sad. kind of where Ted's at right now, which is a bummer. We hate to see him jaded. Yeah, it's not who he is. But yeah. he has a point because the last time he looked past somebody's um emotional baggage, it was Stella. Mm-hmm. And she ended up leaving him at the altar. And right. Which is awful, but they were only dating for like a hot second. I know. It was crazy. Um, and so, yeah. So the group kind of gets into like this little chit chat about like baggage and Barney talks about porn or whatever. And Marshall mentions that he's glad that they got together so early that they didn't have time for that. And then everyone just throws out he is mom, you know, mother baggage, grandmother, great grandmother. But actually what it is that he's just like, he's so freaking nice. And then yeah. like that is just like too much and i love robin's question like have you ever seen you walk down the street <laughs> so that's a weird question it's like i don't even know how to answer that and i showed this clip to chris i was like this is you like you realize that right like when we like, yeah like knows every neighbor in the neighborhood knows intimate details about right like here. their family i remember before we moved back here when we were living um in central connecticut um We'd walk around that he'd go for walks all the time. He was yeah. like, Oh, you know, husky guy? I'm like, No. He's like, Come on, the guy with the, the, the husky dog. I'm like, I literally no idea what you're talking about. But I had gone with him for a walk one or two times, and someone's like, Oh, Chris, hey, Chris, who, you have a wife? Oh my God. Or like, Oh, Chris's wife is out. Huh? I'm just She's like, out of the attic. <laughs> like, yeah, I hate This is why I don't come out. Yeah, this right? is why he don't just goes me. for the walks. Don't perceive me. No, thank you. Yeah. No, that's no, Liz, too. She used to – of course, our neighbor has since passed away. But, I mean, she used to talk for, like <gasps> – She did? Yeah, yeah. They're still Aww. in the house. I know. This, this really? lovely little the elderly si- lady. The sister, right? Yes. Or no. The yeah. sister okay. of the other one who also – Okay, died. yep. Basically, Liz and I live on a, tr- a tract of land that was once all one family's land. And so there's a sister on one side and a sister-in-law on the other. They're both dead now. But Liz used to talk to this lady, like, on the phone – all the time. I remember, it like, very, very sweet. So, she, I mean, she likes to act like she's not that social, but she's still got that Midwest nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I realized, like, that. you and I are both Connecticuts and married people not from this state. So, of course, we're the grouchy, mean, cold New Englanders. It makes just it tracks. Literally, do not make eye contact with me. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? It's, yeah, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Like, I don't know why, but I do know why. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not really a question, but no. but yeah. Anyway. That ought to do it. <laughs> when he's got the bike the bike yeah. wrench. So cute. It's adorable. It really and remind me, did I send you that on Instagram that reel of like Jennifer Aniston or not Jennifer Jennifer Lopez in every like the beginning of every movie? Very much and, that, yeah. And, oh, it's like ish. whatever. Yeah, I'll anyway. do the taxes. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> that whole fucking thing. Oh my god. Oh. Um, yes. Before we go on to the next scene, there were mm-hmm. a couple little things. Uh, so the whole like "what's her butt" conversation is a bit of a redo because we saw that in Little Boys in season three mm-hmm. when you know the guy Robin was dating his butt was he had a kid. Um, so we that kind of is like. <laughs> They kind of recycled it's, that yeah. a little bit, but we do get a major baggage with a salute, which is nice. I, and I did like the butt. Is it a question of access? That yes. That. Yes. Um, I also think that Ted looks great. This is mm. a very hot Ted episode. So those mm-hmm. of you who are huge fans, I'm sure you really like this episode. Yes. Um, and shout out to Marshall Breakdancing, you know? Oh, I- definitely him. 
when it pops up. Like it reminded me of like when you and I and like when we were little, like we would think we were doing something. Like, yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. I was like, nailed oh, it. I, I, I cringed for myself. <laughs> I'm familiar with that feeling. Um yes. so yeah, so basically Ted just keeps waiting for the baggage to drop. They're on a date um at, at the apartment, and you get all these almost baggages of Royce like sipping a drink and like half saying words or like porn and I almost killed my brother and Jew instead of Juilliard and so he's just like waiting he's like is she racist is she a murderer does she do porn like all of these Mm -hmm. horrible catastrophic things and he's so focused on her baggage that he forgets that he is also a hot fucking mess and has baggage of his own Mm -hmm. because then they're at the movies and they're about to watch a film by Tony Graffinello. The title alone makes me so mad. The Wedding Bride. I hate it so much. This beautiful Wedding Wedding Bride. bride. Can I make you my Wedding Bride? I can't. That's why, like, it's just, it's so bad. I cannot stop laughing. The dialogue is rotten. It is so fucking bad. But, like, that's how good the writing is of the show. (laughs) Six. Two minutes. (laughs) Like it's that's going to leave a mark. Oh my fucking God. So, uh, and this is when we start to wonder, like it, like, well, he talks about a little bit, like how the point is perspective. Right. And who, it depends on who is telling the story. And so this, it has a little bit of a zoo or false feel to it. It it, it does have a zoo or false feel to it for sure. For sure. It, because maybe, you know, the version we've heard from Ted about this story isn't all the way true, right? They say there's always mm-hmm. three three points of view, right? The your story, my story, and the truth or whatever. And Tony's. And also Tony's. And so it has us wondering like, okay, maybe was Stella the main character the whole time? It kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. she's the one that already had this whole story. <sighs> Fucking Malin Ackerman did so well. Um, So good. And yeah, so, and I said that it's the best, one of the best things about this show is that they don't, Ted isn't infallible. And we saw that last episode, right? Mm -hmm. He's like totally pretentious and whatever. But this really gets into like his blind spot of himself, which is Mm -hmm. he has like completely forgotten that he's coming into any relationship pretty hot with a large amount of baggage, whether he regularly realizes it or not like he and he says as much that he's having trouble trusting people again right so Mm -hmm. he's so busy looking for royce's stuff that he didn't even realize that he in this situation might be isn't we find out but might be the one with the worst baggage in this situation so (sighs) fucking wedding bride take us away take us away caitlin all right so well, just a quick aside before we hear about the wedding bride, Marshall's niceness helped him. Like, he was so nice to <laughs> so these people on the street. He helped them to rob an apartment because they told him he, they were moving out. Which is, again, it's a, that's another redo of a storyline. Because in, oh. Mur- in Murtaugh. Sorry. It's okay. Caitlin's camera just went wobbly if you can't see Because <laughs> I was, like, so excited. Uh, yeah, in Murtaugh, great episode. Mm-hmm. Robin and Barney, one of the things on the Murtaugh list is helping someone move like, someone in moved. their walk up or whatever. And yeah. they think that they robbed an apartment because they left all the photos on the walls behind. 
Steven, come on. You were really just phone, phoning it in. Couple of, yeah, a couple little. Uh, Good memory. Yeah, that one wasn't even on the, the wiki. Like I was looking at the wiki to see if they remembered that one, but they didn't. Good call. You're you no so match for much. you. Thank you so No much. match. So yeah, so Ted shows up at the bar. They asked him the, how the date went. He was like, it was great, except we went to see this new movie, The Wedding Bride. Marshall can't even believe how excited he is because he's heard a lot about it. And... So the interesting thing is that it's all about Ted. It's about Ted and his relationship with Stella. And it's like horrifying for him to have to watch it unfold unknowingly. Yeah. Like this is his life and he's got to sit there on the state or, you know, kind of risk screwing up this thing with Royce, which he doesn't seem too invested in at this point. But like, and also I wonder if he was like kind of like hate watching it and like couldn't look away. I'm sure. You know, kind of thing. And it's like. What do you do in that situation? Like you don't want to defend yourself too much because then you look like you're still not over Stella, right? Right, and right. then you're like, right. and he kind of does co- like become Jed Mosley a little bit, you know? So like, it's such a fine line to walk because you don't know like how much you want to tell someone in the first weeks of a relationship. Like, right? If you do have some serious fucking baggage, like when do you drop that load? And right. now it's been dropped for him and. In a different person's voice. And that right. sucks. It's horrifying to watch something so personal to you be told by somebody who wasn't even involved and right. just like completely, according to Barney, get everything right, even the thing with the nunchucks. <laughs> um, but, you know, from Ted's point of view, like it's just completely it's a complete misrepresentation of himself and the relationship he thought he had with Stella. And it, what I found fascinating to, to me is watching the very small details that like clearly Stella had shared. Absolutely. And that, that stuff felt like Tony. a real violation to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, that, that was not, not cool. And it makes me hate her even more. I know. And and things kind of ended on an okay note before they moved out to Hollywood. And now it's like, oh, I have to fucking hate these people all over again? Yeah. Like, you're a dick. Right? Yeah. Like, the, the two-minute um, date. Like, I, I wrote down the little bits that um, – Me too. That, like, really bummed me out. But, and one of oh, the, that bummed Like, you the two-minute date turning it into, like, a sex date and, like, the red cowboy boots and making fun of them. And yeah. There just all these, like, little tiny personal things. Like, falling Encyclopedia. As- falling asleep. Falling during- asleep. Yeah. So, yeah. like, two, like, she obviously told him. And, yes, maybe he ran with it and, and made this horrible, cruel thing. But, like, right before he left, he was, like. I mean, fuck Stella even more, to be honest. Yeah. Fuck her. Because, like, that's rude. Yeah. You cared about him and he cared about you. And, like, a kind of, like, the public shaming. Right. Like, on this level is just not cool. Now, maybe, maybe this is also a a commentary on, like, the production of movies and how maybe the writer, Tony Graffanello, came in with a with a less crazy version and then the producers, like, said... Amped it up. And he was like, okay, well, I guess I have this this story. And then they mm-hmm. just, like, kept amping him up and taking more of the story, personal stories. I, I, I really felt like Tony wrote it himself. Yeah, he's kind of a dickhead, so we won't give him too much yeah. credit. yeah. Um, but I love Chris Kattan is like loud and angry and like almost like animal like. And he's like, I mean, that's just also I feel like Chris Kattan and the energy that he gives off is so like 
erratic and frantic and just like, I, I can't stop laughing when I see him. Like, I just can't. Well, and he's such a piece of our childhood, right? Like growing up watching oh, yeah. SNL at the time and yeah. Mango yeah. and like every Mango. Other <laughs> character, like Night at the Rock. Night at the Roxbury. So freaking I good. have that DVD. He's like, he like, he just looks almost like a chimpanzee, like his body. <laughs> Yeah, like the way he moves, like, and yeah, I didn't want to say like monkey or ape, like, because I felt mean, but like, that's how he moves. Yeah, he's got like, he just is like a creature. He is. He he just like, literally literally can't stop laughing just like thinking about him. And like, so we get this like complete caricature of Ted, sort of like the one that was drawn of me as a child. It was just like my front tooth, (laughs) my front teeth. Right. Very flattering. very flattering. This is just like a complete caricature of Ted. And we really get to see just like all just all these mo- moments that are like just seem so twisted. And like these things about Ted, they're just so grossly exaggerated. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's made out to be like an old timey villain. I can't wait to make her move out of her house and move into my apartment above a bar. Right, right. Like calls her the old ball and chain. And like whereas like Ted was like so over the top in love with Stella. I know. I know. Movie Tony is played by Jason Lewis, who's, I think, most known for being Smith from Sex and the City. Yeah. That's how I know him. Yeah. Um, he's he's now 50. That That's weird. wild. But he's, like, very pretty, like, has this, like, very intense, smoldering look, chiseled. He looks very tan, very fit, uh, karate instructor who works with, like, underprivileged youth. And he's, like, literally just... The complete op- – like, the yin and yang of, like, Tony and and Ted in this movie – or Jed, excuse me, in this movie. Right. And I love – I love that, you know, movie Stella says something like, Jed Mosley may not be as handsome as you or as tall as you are. Ted's like, I'm taller than that guy. And, like, you start to see those, like, exaggerated yeah. kind of emotions that come out. Um yeah, like when they get engaged, like the the little like arcade proposal he takes and like twists that, oh. and um, it's like, oh, if you shut up, I'll marry you. Yeah, and he like steals the toy from one of like Billy one or of whatever one of the kids, like yeah yeah one of the karate kids. Um, you know the two minute date he twisted, which was really sad. Yeah. Um, and oh, also like when he's like when he and Stella or Jed and Stella are getting married. And Jed's like, I'm going to drive you there and make you watch. like, Which is not what happened. Yeah, no. exactly. Exactly. It's just not even at all what happened. Oh. And so, you know, we get this, like, this wedding where we get your favorite lines about, like, you know, who, you know, like, Jed doesn't appreciate what he has in this, like, beautiful wedding, wedding bride. bride. I hate it so much. It's so bad. It's so bad. And I love – so Chris Kattan's like, you can't talk to me that way. I'm Ted Mosley. <laughs> yeah, it's slowly slipping. And so he goes from – he's slowly slipping, which is hilarious because this is a movie <laughs> and it's edited. But, like, how much of this also – like, it was this movie really that bad and over the top or is it just Ted's retelling of it, you know? Like – so he's like he heard another he heard it slowly morph into Ted Mosley. Yeah, 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 yeah. And – who can say, you know? Um, but, like, s- s- all of a sudden, then like, we got the whole crowd chanting for Stella to, like, kiss Tony. And, you know, Stella, can will you be my wedding bride? And she says, can Doosville, baby doll. Yeah, so much. <laughs> oh. I so and then much. I love Ted, Jed, whatever, pout. And he's like, Dad. And it's like, who's that actor? I don't even know. 
I don't know if he is even anybody, but he just looks like a rich dad who's just like, I don't know what to oh, do, son. You know? <laughs> oh, and then the karate kid kicks Jed in the balls. <laughs> and says, take that, Ted Mosby. Clear as day. Oh, yes. <laughs> Clear as day. <laughs> I even wrote that in my note. Take that, Ted Mosby. Oh, oh my God. Like, there's no... I want to know how much money Ted got from the lawsuit. Right. Of the defamation. How did this script clear legal? <laughs> right. And I was thinking, um, it really makes you wonder, how would your exes portray you <laughs> in their telling of your breakup, right? Because yeah. I am pretty confident that I am the hero of the story. I am the main character. And... And my ex is the the pretty is the solid villain, right? But then that's established. That is canon. There's no way you can like argue against that, <laughs> right? Because I didn't do anything wrong. But no, I think from what I've gathered over the years is that uh, <clears throat> my ex thinks I am the the evil one for not going back like with for not fixing it and then also for just like not staying in contact at all like she's <laughs> that's her narrative i guess which and for it's moving like, on i'm just like a total fucking bitch and for valuing your self-worth yes. right yes. right and cool. i mean i know it's not true but if she made like a movie about it i would be the villain of it right yeah it's just you- it's just how it is but it must be infuriating to watch because i've had those moments like when she crashed into my Instagram and was saying all kinds of crazy shit like crazy shit. She has she has no following. Like she's not convincing anyone, but it was still maddening. So I can't imagine I can't imagine yeah. watching it on a big screen like watching just this complete distortion of reality. Reality, yeah. And having no no way to defend yourself that wouldn't make you seem fucking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's no way to defend your – yeah, that, and those right. are always, like, the hardest things to, like – you just have to ignore it and take the high road, but just feels deeply – like, my as my therapist says, I have to be comfortable with being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, uh, no thanks. Shout out to the Stella wig with the pieces <gasps> and everything, the horns. It had the horns and everything. So – so good so specific and it was her actual same dress at the wedding it was the (gasps) dress that she wore stop it yeah yeah so i mean fucking stella just lent uh malin ackerman her dress for the for the movie maybe it was a low budget film and that's fine that was probably like tony's real gee yeah i mean let's be serious like this could be a hallmark movie this is a hallmark movie it's it is not far (laughs) off Right, no. it's yeah. all very cut and dry like this. There are no mm-hmm. complications. Everyone I'm- cheers for you to kiss the other guy at the wedding, and like or like chance, and yeah. Interesting that Lucy is absent from the movie. Mm. I'm that just was probably realizing. where Stella drew, drew the line. Yeah, like just leave her out of it, and we'll just. It's just that's what makes it pretend is that there are no children involved. Except the dojo kids. Yeah. Go give love a roundhouse kick. Fuck you, you little oh. shit. God. Ugh. Um, so yeah, it's the fifth highest grossing movie of all time. Um, Lily wants him to tell her the story, but he doesn't want to. And he's trying, trying, trying to like hold it in. And then 
we see everybody watches it. All of his friends watch it in secret. And then Ted is stuck at this date with a couple. <gasps> and do you recognize half it's of our, that couple? It's our girl. Gloria Calderon Kelly. That's right. I was like, oh, lady writer extraordinaire. Lady writer. Mm-hmm. Lady writer doing it all. Lady showrunner, lady actor. Does it all. Little baby oh. Gloria. I mean, she looks so young. I know. I know. I was like, is that really her? And it was. 12 years um, ago. I know. It's wild. And um, so they're continuing to make fun of Jed and it's getting more specific because clearly now they've – it seems like all three of them have seen the movie like a lot of times and they're yeah. like dissecting like why would Stella even want to be with a loser like that? And, and Ted is just sitting there like – crumpling and trying so hard not to Mm -hmm. react in any way but it doesn't go well because eventually he just explodes and he says it sucks and you're all stupid for liking it which which is the best he could do with with like fully coming out and saying right exactly (laughs) fucking a you're all stupid for liking. That's how I feel. Anyone, anytime someone tells me they like Big Bang Theory, uh, same. Yeah. And um, is it doing it again? No. Okay. Sorry, cool. You're good. Sorry, our sound is insane today. It's really bad. It's real bad. Um, and then, and then you like remember that he's. This is probably the first time he's meeting these people, <laughs> right? Because yeah. they've been on a few dates with each other. And so mm-hmm. then this is versus friends, Ray, and it's just like, damn, Ted, you need to go to therapy, bro. And yeah, so this is like him becoming Jed Mosley because Royce mm-hmm. asks for an apology and he says, no can do. No. <laughs> no <laughs> can do, baby doll. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. But it's he still so- won't tell her because that is apparently crazier than insulting her friends. <laughs> Who he just met. Who he literally just met, calling them stupid. I would have either broken up with her or told her, like, in private. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Lord. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Marshall, I have – I think I have a gap in my notes. Hmm. Um. Well, Marshall starts – they're at the oh. bar and, and oh, Robert's yeah, yeah. talking about how the movie is worldwide. Yes, yeah, sorry. Ted and wants to move away. But he can't now because it is, like you said, worldwide. And, um, you know, Marshall, like, starts talking to Ted and, like, starts really, like, boosting him up and gives him, like, this movie-like monologue where it's, like, super inspirational. You get this fanfare. He's like, go get her. Like, go get that – you know, go get Royce and go talk to her and tell her what happened. Be honest. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And Ted knows exactly where she is. And it's like this like cinema excellence where we get like this back and forth of like Ted mirroring Tony and the wedding bride. So they're both running down the street. There's right. still time. The music swells. The music. Yeah. I love the Royce, Stella, Tony, Ted, Tony, Ted, <laughs> Ted, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Barney's there alone seeing it for a second time. <laughs> that was my favorite. I love it. Oh. Um, and so like Ted can't find Royce and so he goes and stands in at the front of the theater and starts his lines are like matching up with what TV or movie Tony is saying Mm -hmm. and so good he's like you know um, Royce slash Stella I I promise to make you some pancakes I want to live up to that promise and Royce tells him Ted 
all I wanted all week was some pancakes. And it's just so cheesy. So cheesy. It's so cheesy. And so, like, Ted tells her, like, all about, like, there's this woman named Stella and blah, 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 blah. And, like, he convinces her. Or not convinces her. Comes clean. Yeah. And then um, he asks, like, Royce, like, can I? Can you let me make you some pancakes? And she says, can Doosville, baby. <laughs> and then she rushes to him and kisses him. It's like this very big romantic gesture mm-hmm. and like all that kind of stuff. And it's just great. It's just great. It's just, it's so, just really great. Great. It's just so great. Um, yeah. So Ted starts, you know, is talking to Royce about everything. He's like, you know, some really tough – a really tough time. I'm still kind of getting over it. Mm-hmm. And Royce, you know, we see his like big, huge yeah. uh, baggage and, and Royce says, let me help you with that. And so we learned that, you know, um, baggage, everyone's got baggage, but it's easier to carry when you have somebody there to help you lighten the load. And I think that's just really yeah. just like such a sweet little like gesture, how she like picks it up and like, right. With that. Yeah. And you're, you're so, he was feeling so hopeless in the beginning because yeah. he's like, oh, everyone out here is flawed. And it's like, well, you are too. And so everybody in their 30s is dealing with this. It's not like there is like this group of perfect, unmarred people by the time mm-hmm. you get to your 30s that are doing everything right. right for the first time and perfectly. Like everyone, if you get to your 30s and you're not married or or if you're between marriages or whatever you are, you mm-hmm. have been through life and thus you have been through shit. And so you have baggage. And Everybody has it. So everybody's helping each other with their shit. Like, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. It have to be depressing. We are all experiencing the same shit. Yeah. To some degree. So that's, that's really nice. However, I said, isn't it always this way? As soon as Ted lets down his guard and comes clean and he's vulnerable with this new girl and he's got that, he's got that Ted Mosby spirit back thanks to Marshall's yeah, yeah. pep talk, we find out. That Royce's baggage is completely non-negotiable. Unhinged. Three, left at the altar three times. One, the last time was because she lost all of their money in online poker, which hits home for me. Ben Does it? A lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's a lot of money shit. in online poker. It was, it was a fun time. Fuck. And then she sleeps in a bed with her brother. She, the the there, cover and, hog. And shares a studio apartment. Like, it gets, like, not only they share a bed, which is terrible to have to do, but then, like, it's a studio apartment. So Ew. there's, like, no space. It's just, like, <laughs> Ted's like, yeah, yeah I got, so yeah, got, I got. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, what did you think of the wedding bride, Caitlin? Well, first, I just want to tell you what I did because I took the time to do this. Oh, I okay. paused the video, the pause the video at the end to like write oh, you down what. Well the- down? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, thinks a ska band will take off. Um, cheating he- on cult with other cult. But the ska band guy bumps into a girl who only dates guys in bands, guys in- right? Yeah. Yeah. They have like a cute little yep. meet cute there. Yep. Pacific Islander fetish, fetish, kleptomaniac, still likes Oasis, the only dates guys in bands, mm-hmm. um, turned on by fire, breastfed till four, still something. Breastfed till four. I'm not sure. Slept with Barney, and there's three people who have slept with Barney. Really? Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Still something at 
gas station. Oh, still working at the gas station. Loved mm. cats more than can't read my handwriting. Perfect. Tripolar, former reality port of former reality star. Parents divorce, five gay ex-boyfriends, mom still does laundry, addicted to plastic surgery, and Elvis is alive. Those wow. ones that I was able to catch. Caitlin, what would be on your suitcase? <laughs> Hot mess? <laughs> Hot mess express. Wait, yeah, I don't even know. Uh, I mean, like, obviously, like, when I was younger yeah, and dating, this. like, having a kid was definitely, yeah. like, and being divorced, that was, yeah, that was baggage. But, um, oh, I I guess I would put something on there that would be shorter than this, but basically I'm an adult kind of cat in or I'm yeah I'm a, I I can take care of myself, but someone should probably look in on me. Like, <laughs> gotcha. Like a cat. Gotcha. Yeah. I can't remember I can, the wording of it. I can last a few days, but yeah. I'm gonna need a refill. I'm a food I'm gonna water. need someone to like check it and make Super sure I'm doing the things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mine would stuff. be divorced too. Like yeah, divorced. Which, Mentally ill ex ex wife, you know, the usual, the usual, the usual. Yeah. Oh man. So um, all those things. What did you think of the wedding bride? I just think it's like really silly and like made me giggle. Um, horrifying to have to experience in real life, but just like the actual movie was just so ridiculous. I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, it's just made me giggle. Corn on corn on corn. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Well, then let's get into our legendary legendary moments. moments. Oh, we have 10. Do we? Yeah, there's 10 on there. All right. Let me pull this up. How about that? Um, our first legendary moment is from Tish. Tish writes, hey, K&K, my leg- legendary moment has to be the cliche moment where he goes after Royce when she's at the movies. Honorable mention to the major, major baggage joke and also Barney using kiss as a substitute word for the <laughs> F word. Who the kiss are you? <laughs> yeah. I love his like tone that he does. Um, also, I recently watched uh, episode four or season four, episode 22, and we actually find out about the wedding bride all the way back then. Yep. Regards, yep. Tish. Yeah, that's when they first moved to they uh, first moved to Hollywood, right? Yeah, I would say California. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next up is Chris Z. And Chris says, hey, K&K, season five is almost over, and I can't wait for the season finale. Same. Uh, the wedding bride really helped Ted's character development and understanding that in dating, everyone has baggage, big or small. Ted's obviously was quite a lot until we heard of Royce's baggage. <laughs> I also enjoyed hearing about Marshall's baggage of being too nice. I feel that in my soul, as I too am from the Midwest, Michigan specifically. Shout out to the mitten. Uh, my legmo is the line, no can doesville baby doll. I want to know who exactly wrote that line because it's pretty funny. Sometimes it's I even so say it in daily life. Yeah, it's <laughs> perfect and terrible. Well, um, no, go, sorry, go finish. Okay. Honorable mention to Ted standing up for himself at the end. Sometimes it's hard to admit you have baggage with the fear of rejection. While Ted then rejected Royce for hers and it was pretty crazy baggage, he was able to be more comfortable with himself and where he is in life. Can't wait for for the finale and season six. Keep up the great work. Chris C. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. What were you going to say, Caitlin? I totally forgot. Wasn't really important. Perfect. Yes. (laughs) Next is Rick. Rick writes, 
Hi, ladies. The wedding bride must be how the anti-Ted fans see him, unironically. Haha. <laughs> anyway, the S episode is sort of like the message in Zoo are false, except in an episode that works and is good. There Amen. were all unreliable narrators and the heroes of our own story. My legmo is when Ted's speech in the theater syncs up with the lines of the movie. That was some clever writing. My runner-up is casting rom-com veteran Judy Greer as a romantic interest this episode. Rick. Yeah, love. Yeah. She's usually the friend in those, I think, right? She's not usually mm-hmm. the, the main character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, next up is Chris C. All about the Chris's tonight. Um, mm. I, he- I heard the skepticism about this episode being in my top five of the series. That must have been me that showed skepticism yeah. because I don't really – it's not a huge one for me. Uh, so while rewatching, I really thought about why, and there are three reasons. I love Judy Greer, just a great Same. comedic actress. Uh, this is a peak, sweet, and nice Marshall episode. Very true. And lastly, the movie itself is just so ridiculous. It gives me great belly laughs <laughs> all the time. I see a, all the time. I see a scene between the wooden acting of the lead, the stupid <laughs> pratfalls, the obnoxious kids, Chris Kattan's over-the-top evil, and the warping of the story. Everything is just fantastic. Up to Robin's line about it being the fifth highest-grossing movie of all time. This is the show at its whimsical fun best. My only issue is how they did Judy dirty at the end with her baggage. <laughs> Legendary moment goes to Marshall, especially his walk down the street with the break dancing and his speech to Ted at the end about what a good guy he is. Thank you, Chris. All excellent points. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Next is Avner. Avner writes, Shabbat Shalom to the legendary case. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. My legmo common denominator for this episode has got to be Marshall. His involvement alone made every scene better and his storyline premise is great. Don't we all know that friend that's too nice to the point that it's annoying, but deep down we are glad that is his flaw. And that's really sweet. And how beautifully does his storyline intertwine into Ted's in the end? Perfect. On the other hand, though, I think there are many well-done Himyum episodes out of plots I just don't care for. It doesn't make them bad episodes, but gives them a bitter aftertaste. Hmm. The Wedding Bride is definitely one of them, as I do enjoy the general episode premise of baggage and the literal way in which it took form in this episode. There's actually a lot to like in this episode. The cinematography, the writing, Ted's speech in contrast to Tony's in the movie, Marshall's (laughs) storyline, the way the two storylines collide, and much more. The problem is quite... Simply the ridiculousness that we love in small doses in this show was blown completely out of proportion. We mm-hmm. know the real Tony enough to notice this kind of behavior is way out of character for it to even be slightly possible. Like, what the fuck? This guy yeah. begged Ted to help him and felt guilty about it to the point of finding jobs for him. Suddenly he hates him and is cool with mocking him on the big screen? Right. Nope. Now you want to tell me that only – that not only that nobody – Besides, Ted notices this movie is complete shit, but instead it's being glorified? Come on. And of uh, of uh, Royce is a nutbag to the point of um, – of, sorry, of how we were social services – how were social services not involved? Too much for me. <laughs> Still enjoyed the episode, but, you know, sorry for the bitching. With love, Abner. Thanks, Abner. Thanks. Great. No, great points. Great points. Yeah, it's like – it's a level of a- absurd that makes – that just adds to Ted feeling like he's gone insane, right? Like yeah. he is the only person that does not see he's being gaslit. Crazy this is. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like being in a nightmare and you can't talk, right? It's just like Oof. nobody is understanding your your point of view. Um, all right, next up is Carlin. Carlin says, Hi, K and K. So excited to finally have my first official Patreon email. Yay, Carlin. Hey. Uh, read on the pod. 
I have been living for your Himya free caps. So here we go with my Legmo. When I thought about writing one for this episode, I thought can Doosville baby doll. This episode is one of my favorites in the back half of season five. And I just love how much Himian parallels the typical romantic comedy trope. I feel like I just heard Liz snapping at me. Um, sorry. <laughs> Especially with this episode playing into that. So I just wanted to share my thoughts. Also, you get every part of this recap right, even the thing with the nunchucks. <laughs> Barney. P.S. I am excited that I am heading to Manhattan in a couple weeks to celebrate finally becoming a licensed clinical psychologist. Ooh, That's congrats, awesome. Arlen. Uh, and I'm going to definitely check out McGee's Pub. Any food yeah. or drinks that you recommend? The pineapple incident is delicious. Um, they have good. a special How I Met Your Mother menu, so make sure you ask for that. Um, Love you both, Carlin. Thank you so much, Carlin, yeah, and enjoy thanks, enjoy Carlin. McGee's. We got to get back yeah. there. Send us a picture. Yes. Yeah, we do. Yes, please. All right. Next up is Rebecca. Rebecca writes, a fun filler episode. My legendary moments from this episode are Marshall telling Ted that he was a nice person and also Ted realizing that all the events in The Wedding Bride related to his relationship with Stella and that he, Ted, was Jed Mosby. Also, Barney randomly eating popcorn in the theater amused me. Thank you. Rebecca from the UK. Caitlin, what did you just fucking send me? Oh, the thing I, I wanted. <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous thing. You want to do this on the live? Yeah, maybe. I thought about it, but I don't know what it is. I just like seen it. Fuck? All right, cool. Caitlin just sent me a very weird toy, but that's our jam. So that's great. We'll look at it later. Um, <laughs> this is like, what we it's do. Just, like, it's too. It's so good. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I can't wait to look at it. All right. Came so- up in an Instagram ad. Next up is Kalpesh. Uh, Hey, girls. This is a crazy episode, and Barney watching cinema while sipping on his juice was my favorite part in this episode. It is really good. Uh, But after multiple viewings, my legendary moment is the brilliant quote on the bags that people are carrying, especially all the ones that say slept with Barney. It shows the diversity of girls that Barney has slept with. (laughs) Love, Kalpesh. Good one. Very good one. Yeah. Excellent, Kalpesh. All right. Next is Robert. Robert says, two legendary moments. First is no can doosville, baby doll. It's oddly catchy, and I find myself saying that to my wife and my coworkers. Not sure if anyone (laughs) understands the reference, but I know how to amuse myself. The second legendary moment is the underlying theme of the episode, perspective. Who Mm. the hero and who the villain is can be blurred by perspective. Who's telling the story? Your friend, your family member, a stranger, an enemy. How you react to a story as an audience member is dictated by your relationship with the storyteller. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. and I I loved loved that point. I love Rick's point too, which was like this was zoo or false but done well because it doesn't like – it doesn't throw the entire show into question, but it does make you wonder, mm-hmm. you know, how much how much of this is is just Ted's understanding, right? Yeah. Although we we kind of do see him check himself on that when he goes after Stella and he's all mad at her for for leaving, right? And mm-hmm. um, then she he sees her with Tony, right? So and then he kind of realizes he's not the main character of their story. Uh, but it was it was cool to see that to see that again and have that reminder. So good one, Robert. Yeah, okay, excellent. Uh, last but not least, we have Adam, and Adam says, "Yay, I love this episode." We learn about everyone's baggage. Ted gets made fun of with a global movie, and I still want to know what Barney is saying other than kiss. I think it's fuck, right? Like, who the fuck are yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like fuck, you guys should fuck. Yeah, go fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, 
Fuck her. Fuck her. (laughs) Still not saying kiss. Still not saying kiss. Uh, My legendary moment is when we get major baggage salute from Ted. From Ted and Robin. It's so cute. My baggage Mm -hmm. is I collect comics, got cheated on, and love Legos. (laughs) Thank you, Adam. Until next time, my friends, Adam. Thank you for sharing your baggage. I got to post my love on Twitter and ask what everyone's baggage is. Um, Yeah. So, Caitlin, what is your legmo from The Wedding Bride? I don't think loving Lego should be baggage. But um, my legmo, I think it's – the wedding bride, like the just the silliness, over the top ridiculousness movie. of the movie, just because, because it's like similar to I can't remember who had said it, but was it Rick? Maybe like we know Tony better than that we had seen. You know, I think it was was Avner talking about Avner, okay. we know, yeah, we know him and how he was before he left, and that's like not at all what this right. Is. Yes, yeah. it was Avner. Thank you. You have much better remember mem- memory than I do. Um. Yeah, so just yeah, that's my ledge mo. <laughs> that's good. I, I I mean, oh, I Tired. hate the wedding bride so much, but yes, it's it's very so well, bad. It's yes. so bad, but it takes good writing to write it so badly. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with the with the like the baggage metaphor. Mm. You know, I thought so that was. Good. I just think that's so great. And yeah. they worked it in really well. And the end scene with all the different ones is really funny. So uh, shout out to whoever came up with that little yeah. little zinger. Well done. Yeah. Well done. All right. Whew. We Thank did you it. for listening, everybody. We will see you next time for Doppelgangers, which is the season five finale. finale. Can't believe it. And maybe we will actually see you at our live watch on Sunday, April 3rd, um, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Always thank you to our most delicious sponsor, Rachel's Cookies and Treats. Um, If you loved this recap, be sure to leave us an Apple Podcast review. Mm. Also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss a recap. We hope you'll come back next episode because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All. <laughs>